Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day of the week, seven days a week. Gets us into God's Word for just about 13 minutes or so, but that keeps us in God's Word, keeps us focused on a relationship with God and upon our soul's salvation. And it helps us to stay strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Because you know people in your life who need to grow in their faith, who need to focus on their relationship with God and their soul's salvation. You may help them do that. You may help them get to heaven. What a great blessing but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We began last time as a line of thought and study, looking at Jesus as our Savior. Jesus is your Savior. Jesus Christ. We could think of about, about that particular name or designation in a more technical terms, Jesus the Christ. But as we noted In Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, the angel appeared to Joseph when Mary became expectant with child by the Holy Spirit. Joseph, thinking that she had been unfaithful to him, even though they were not yet married, literally, but they were betrothed. And so he saw that she was pregnant, and he thought that she had been unfaithful. And so he was going to, as the text says, put her away. And basically, in essence, that would be equivalent to a divorce in our culture today, although they were not officially, legally married yet, but they were betrothed. And so the commitment was supposed to be there. And so he thought he would put her away, but he was going to do that privately, not to bring open public disgrace upon her. But God sent the angel to speak to Joseph the angel told Joseph, uh, don't be afraid. You can, you can marry this woman. Marry her. Be with her. Because the child with whom she is expectant is not of man, but is of the Holy Spirit. We could say of God through the Holy Spirit. And verse 21, she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus. Matthew chapter 1. Jesus. The very name Jesus literally means Savior, for he will save his people from their sins, the angel told Joseph. And then a little farther down, this was fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, going back to Isaiah 7 and verse 14, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Well, Joseph was reassured. The angel announced to Joseph the impending birth of the Savior of mankind. Now, when it says he shall save his people from their sins, Jesus would come primarily to the Jewish people, to the Israelites, because God had given them the prophecies through the Old Testament scriptures 
that he would send the Savior, the Messiah. He would send this Savior into the world, and Jesus would call them to follow him. And God's plan was through the bloodline of Israel to bring the church into existence on this earth. Jesus would call the Jewish people, the Israelites, to become his followers, Christians. Now, as we've said a number of times in different series of today's Bible class lessons and studies, unfortunately, the vast, vast majority of Jewish people rejected Jesus as the Savior and still do today. But that does not change the fact of the matter. Jesus is your Savior. Jesus is the Savior of the Israelites, the Jewish people, even of today. Now, they must come to him as the Savior, but whether they do or not, he is the only Savior that God has sent into this world. Jesus, the very name meaning Savior. You shall call his name Emmanuel, the, day, the, the, the angel told Joseph, which means God with us. Jesus, the Savior, God, the Son, come to this earth. Now, we noted also in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 11, that an angel appeared to the shepherds in the field the night of the birth of Jesus, and they told him, or they told, the angel told them in verse 11 of Luke chapter 2, for there is born to you this day in the city of David, that is Bethlehem, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The Savior had been born. So an angel tells Joseph ahead of time, your wife-to-be will bear the Savior sent from God to this world to save his people from their sins. When when, When Mary gave birth to Jesus, an angel told shepherds in the field in that same area, Behold, to you this day, and the Savior is born. My, 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 Jesus, how blessed we are that God loves us so much that he sent his Son into this world as our Savior. Now, we could think about John chapter 3 and verse 16, where Jesus said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God sent his son, God the son, into this world in human form to be our savior. And I want to make that personal, to be your savior. How have you thought about Jesus, your Savior? When we look at John chapter 4, John chapter 4, we find Jesus during his ministry upon this earth. We don't know a whole lot. We're not given very much by way of details about his growing up period of life. We're told very little. That's okay. God told God told us 
God tells us in the scriptures what we need to know. And that, again, is really testimony as to the fact that the Bible, the scriptures, are God's very word. If we were writing this ourselves as human beings from a human perspective, we would have given all kinds of detail about Jesus during his growing up years. We talk about the foods he liked. We talk about the games he liked to play. We talked about when he started talking. We talk about when he started walking. We talk about the kind of clothes that he wore and the color and where he went to school and how he learned this and all of those things and far, far more. But God did not see fit to give us all of that kind of border or kind of peripheral information, he gave us what we really need to know about Jesus. He is our Savior. And so the biggest focus of the gospel accounts is upon his three to three and a half years of ministry upon this earth. Yes, first his birth, but then not much after that until he begins going forth and preaching the gospel and calling people to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In John chapter 4, and we look at verses 41 and 42, and this particular text may be marked in your Bible by the editors as Jesus's encounter with the woman at the well. But it goes beyond that. Now, yes, there was a woman at the well, The apostles had gone into the city to buy food. Jesus waited near this well. This woman came up, and Jesus spoke to her. And he said in verse 7 of John chapter 4, give me a drink. Well, the woman was somewhat taken aback because she was a Samaritan. And Jewish men, for sure, did not speak to Samaritan women, and they had very little to do with Samaritans at all. But Jesus talked to her about himself being the Savior. In verse 10, he said, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Well, she's thinking of physical water. In verse 13, he says, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, the water that you're going to draw out of the well. But whoever drinks the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And Jesus came to call people to eternal salvation, eternal life in him. Now the woman, she becomes very impressed through the encounter with Jesus. She goes into the city. She talks to the men and says, come and see, come and see a man. Ah, Come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Verse 29. And so a whole host of men came out of the city to Jesus. And Jesus, he was there. He taught them, spoke to them. In verse 39, many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified, he told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans 
had come to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days, again, teaching them, obviously. And many more believed of his own word as he taught them. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. And as such, Jesus Christ is your Savior. We'll dig a little bit, a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for sending Jesus into this world to be our Savior. Father, there are still so many in this world, billions probably, who have not come to him as their Savior. Help them to see. Help us to help them see. Help us to live our lives in Christ, our Savior, and to your glory. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.